Your remote wasn't lost. It had gotten destroyed. So mom picked one up at a garage sale at the old German house up the street. Now you're holding Van Helsing's remote. It's all in German. You've got to be a virgin to operate it. Looks like you're not watching TV tonight. Welcome to the Lost Remote Podcast. <laughs> I am joined as always by Zach and Brian. And we are watching the timeless classic Monster Squad. Monster Squad, the uh, copyright skating reuniting of the universal monsters in a non-universal movie uh, where they descend upon the town where there just happens to be a group of kids that like to learn about monsters, dream about monsters being real, and now find out that Dracula's in town, he bought his, brought his buddies, and the end of the world is tomorrow. So we get montages, we get uh, wooden stakes, we get silver bullet making in class, we get Frankenstein as a great sidekick. Basically, we've got it all. Gentlemen, the real question here, are you a Goonies kid or a Monster Squad kid? Uh, I'm a both. There's still there's still going to be one that you gravitate to more. Uh, I uh, even though I'm Mr. Supernatural here, I will say I gravitate more towards Goonies. Okay. Yeah. Oh, you guys. Yeah, I'm Goonies. See, I'm a Monster Squad kid. Uh, when with my group of friends, we, you know, they had their series of their, their bin of VHS tapes of recordings on HBO, two and three movies each. Uh, we watched Goonies a lot and we watched Monster Squad a lot. And to me, the one I attach to just a little bit more, I always say there's Goonies kids and Monster Squad kids. To me, I'm a Monster Squad kid. So just wanted to get that one clear real quick as we jump into the conversation. Well, Zach, we've been otherized. <laughs> I know. I'll see how that's otherized. <laughs> we are the other. That's right. Uh, what? When's the last time you guys have watched this one? Uh, I watched it earlier in September because I thought Amazon was going to take it off for October like they did last year. Yeah, I watched it earlier this year as well. I think I did too. It's to me, it's part of my Halloween rotation. Like I said, it's it is typically Halloween day that I like to watch it. Sack, next time you fidget with the mic, go ahead and mute for a second. Yeah. Whole lot of plastic creaking on the pod. Yeah. <laughs> It's, it's Dracula trying to get out of the plane, man. Oh, it, it's, it is. It's Alucard. Thank you. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Uh, a lot of lot of stuff in this. Like I said, it's my it's my Halloween. It's the culmination of the season, so it's it's a big one for me. Uh, what do you, I guess watching it twice this year? How's it holding up for you? Uh, it's fantastic. Um, still. I really do enjoy it. I enjoy uh, many things about it, but to start the movie off, I think this has the best, one of the best uh, opening crawls or whatever <laughs> that you <laughs> please go ahead and share for those who may I, not. I don't remember familiar. the whole crawl. I just like the Van Helsing has a chance to destroy evil. Once and the every hundred was... years, you know, there's a chance to uh, to abolish de evil to limbo. They've got one chance to get it right. Abraham Van Helsing, and they blew it. And they blew it. Well, I mean, <laughs> just, first of all, the it's actually the, it. the crawl. The crawl is inaccurate because the crawl says before our story begins. Oh. <laughs> well, does, yeah. our story is the monster squad story. That's that's a very Brian catching. <laughs> uh, I thought the uh, the little the opening sequence is really great one of the things i like about this movie you know we talk about this even though it's got kids in it is they do even though it becomes more of a humorous movie and and stuff like it's got a very adequate i think van helsing dracula fight right at the start like it's a cool sequence so you know dynamiting in coming in the the whole rollout of it i i don't know man like when i watch this movie 
I'm trying to think of something else that has been made since, but to me, it's the last good traditional Dracula. Like the the old well, style Dracula. Well, I'm going to disagree because I'm going to say Bram Stoker's Dracula is probably. <laughs> I don't think it's the, but I mean, but what I'm talking about is like, all right, so let me let me define what I'm saying. Is the Lugosi style Dracula is when you think of like mm-hmm. the that type of Dracula. I think it's the last good version of that we got. Bram Stoker's is a very different type of Dracula. Oh yeah, you know it's it's yeah. the Bram Stoker's Dracula by Francis Ford Coppola, the one that's based off the book of Dracula. Okay, okay, Talking okay. Dracula, just okay. go with my premise. If it, I mean, if you want to get all picky like that, we all have to ask the question: Are there armadillos and possums in in in, in Europe? <laughs> I don't know. Because there were armadillos in their crypt, and when they busted in, one of the wives was eating an armadillo, or not an armadillo, <laughs> but a possum. I was like, wait a minute, but I don't know. I don't know enough about Europe's. Uh, that might have armadillos. Is that something we brought over and then they ran wild because they didn't have predators? Yeah, but this was a long time ago. That's what I'm saying. It's like, no, I mean, but well, it was 1800s. Yeah, well, I'm just, I'm, I'm saying that. Um, I mean, ar- the armadillo. It just seemed weird. I think they just got weird looking creatures or something. I don't know. Right. I instead of rats, you know, they got armadillos. <laughs> they don't tend to infest uh people's uh domains. They tend to be out in the wild. Sure. No, I'm just saying like that traditional Lugosi style, like the cross necklace Dracula. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I, I get what it, you're it's the last time I think we got a good one of those. You know, it started to go like the interview with the vampire <laughs> style and timeless lover stuff like i just i really like the dracula in this um even though there's some funny things i key in on uh well if you're gonna say that wouldn't you say that uh dracula dead and loving it because i said last good one (laughs) um did did this guy playing dracula remind anyone else of uh i can't remember his name but he looks like william sadler oh i don't i'm not sure uh with who that is but um it's um it reminds me of the guy who played uh magneto young magneto oh fast bender yeah yeah i can see that i was like he would have made a excellent dracula in this because i i'd also recently watched some more stuff with him in it um Mm -hmm. prometheus Mm. yeah yeah (laughs) exactly uh yeah, so they blow it. I, Brian, let me jump to a chase here. Is your sweet treat anything about combined movie universes? No. Okay. Um, but I will say that there is uh, some thoughts of mine regarding combined muni- uh, uh, movie universes in this. Evil and, Dead 2? Yep. Yep. Which that... therefore might include Nightmare on Elm Street and Friday the 13th. <laughs> <laughs> if we include comic books so uh yeah i like this version uh of the uh monster verse or whatever it's a lot better the the costco style monsters are better in this than they are in uh you know hugh jackman's fan helsing so. oh sure <laughs> no but like real quick not to leave that real quick did you uh do you feel the connection to evil dead too yeah yeah okay uh but uh what in it, since i'm gonna elaborate on this um I don't believe that um, the monsters themselves. I think um, it would have been better if it had been tweaked a little bit. This could have this this if this movie had been tweaked uh, quite a bit. This could have been a prequel to Nightmare on Elm Street. What do Please we have? Go down that road. Oh, would you? Yes, I'm glad. Yeah, I'm glad you asked. Okay, what do we have as the household? We have a older brother and a younger sister. Who, if she'd been named Nancy, because we have a dad cop who wears similar clothing to the cop, and the marriage is uh, a little shaky right now. In in Nightmare on Elm Street, they're divorced. And the older son is out of the picture. Well, what happened to him? Maybe he got killed by Freddy, or he's just off somewhere. 
and older Nancy's now dealing with Nightmare on Elm Street stuff. And I was killed... more talking about the portal to limbo. Yes, yes, the portal to limbo also as well. Like that like I'm just saying if if it'd been tweaked, I, I happened to notice that on my right. thing just before the show. I did I did this I'd actually watched it. You notice after. these things. You're a very good detective. Yes. Um <laughs> I was like, wait a minute, the, the like this family is like the family before Nightmare on Elm Street actually happened. That's pretty neat. Um, because it's a cop and they're having a strained marriage and they have a little girl. You know, it's weird to me. I looked up uh, the cast stuff. The girl is like six months older than me. Yeah. And when I would have been watching it, I was the age of the other kids. So it's like weird to me, like when it was made, yeah. you know, I, <laughs> I am her age. <laughs> like, <laughs> uh, but uh, also back to it being linked to Evil Dead, I would, I would have to assume that the monsters were actually... Uh, projections similar to like um it you know it actually taking forms of things in people's minds and what was in the kids minds were these classic monsters and that's what they focused on a lot instead of actually being the monsters themselves so they actually would have created the entire uh incident like like i was gonna ask you some world of dark i see i don't buy that well, no, what what I'm saying is, is if you um, were gonna link it tighter. Yeah, if but the thing is is like um like they they were I'm not gonna I'm not gonna mince words here. They're a bit hokey, the monsters themselves. Com is like in a, and that's saying something when you compare them to the e evil dead two monsters, right? Sure. It's just um uh, I I feel like um if we didn't have the opening sequence it would have been more in line with the idea that the kids themselves, their idea and the culminating hundred year thing is like, okay, evil needs to project forces in order to go a new night. Yeah. yeah. And so they, 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 uh, use like, it's basically, uh, the higher plane, good and evil having to select their pieces for the battle to come. And the good chose the children and the forces used uh, the ideas in the children's head to use the, as their pieces on the game board. Zach, what was so, your monster? Oh, oh, go ahead. So are you trying to say that the Traveler has come? Yeah. <laughs> and if we want to link Ghostbusters, why not? <laughs> <laughs> that's, that's instantly when you said, and they're, you know, they're projecting their, their pieces. I was like, the Traveler has come. To me, it wouldn't have to be as tight to the evil of Evil Dead, you know, to no, or something. No, no, you know, but it's, it's, it's broader. Monsters are real, so evil is real type of thing. Yeah. Um, I'm just glad that their ideas, uh, like Spider with Human Head, wasn't the pick. Yeah, I would like to have seen that. Go. <laughs> uh, is there a better montage in movies? Or I mean, I mean, it's top five, right? Yeah, this one's pretty solid. I mean, I know there's Rocky training a couple yeah. times. Yeah, I'm, and not, stuff as, like I'm not as big on the Rocky training, so this is like a definitely top, probably two montage from I, '80s movies for me. The other one's the Karate Kid, the the fight tournament. But you're the I, best around. I like the concept of being in shop class. And no one noticing pouring in stolen silverware and someone making bullets. That is an assumption on your part, sir. We never get any confirmation of any sort where he got that silverware. Uh, we did. The did, mom did you... is at yep. home and shakes out her. Oh, she opens up thing. that. Yeah, she opens the set and there's like only two pieces there. Well, was it one of the kids? Is that technically stealing? Yeah, it was Rudy. Yeah, but, but I think what, I think Sean gave him to Rudy. Yeah, yeah. I think Sean stole him and gave him to Rudy. Oh, I know well, that yeah. they said Rudy find some silver bullets, and he's like, "Where am I supposed to get silver bullets at Kmart?" Yeah, but I mean, like, so it I was... think Sean stole him and gave him to Rudy. Right. I'm messing around. We don't need to linger on this any further. <laughs> yes, we do. No, I I also like in that same montage, Arthur, we were talking about it. I like when Rudy steals the bow and arrow. Yeah. It gets really low. Again, straight up stealing. <laughs> it's hard. It's it's uh, it's great how many protections there weren't on weaponry in the eighties. <laughs> you know, just strolling through archery practice and stealing oh, a whole hey. set. Mm -hmm. 
we covered that with Warlock when they were able to t- take the like weather vane spear onto the plane. Yeah, and oh, then, man. you know, in Terror Train, all the dead bodies getting stolen by the students. I mean... <laughs> <laughs> it was a different time. Yeah. Uh, They're like, ah, screw it. <laughs> when <laughs> Uncle Rico, vampire, or werewolf... Oh, always... yeah, I was going to ask you... I figured he saw it, but I was like, do you think he was so mad at the police station more because coach wouldn't put him in? <laughs> so he could throw that, try to throw one of them guys' heads over the mountain. Yeah. I, that's always, like, I always, like, remember, I'm like, werewolf, werewolf is somebody. Who was he? And then I was like, yeah, Rico, what? <laughs> mm-hmm. um, I also like, I really enjoy the guy that plays Frankenstein. Yes. You mean Terminator, not Terminator, uh, um, RoboCop 2 guy? Yeah. <laughs> Kane. 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 That are alive. He, he was also the uh, in the original uh, Red Dragon, or Manhunter, whatever it's called now. I never watched he, that. Yep. I did watch RoboCop 2, though. I did watch... I'm going to be distracted. I'm here for a second, because I'm trying to remember the guy who played the werewolf. I remember him in something else. He had real. He had long hair in it. While you while you're doing that, no, like I can't remember. The, there's there's things about this movie where it's obviously cheesy in different ways, and uh, you know, kids with horror. But like the Frankenstein connection with the kid is with the girl is real. I man, when he's piecing out into limbo, like I get a little tear in my eye, like. Yeah, that was awesome. Frank ruled. Um, the girl really she... sold it too. Yeah. Oh, yeah. the the kids. Like when you talk about sometimes little special, like the screaming yeah. tiny girl can sometimes really ruin something. She was great. Uh-huh. Yeah, she was fantastic. Brian, thing. are you talking about real genius with the guy that plays? Ooh, I mean, look, uh, I'm looking. I'm looking through Desperate all Man. of his. I'm looking through his. Uh, might be. Good Where lord. He's like he's living in the basement. Stuff. Something winning all the prizes. Yeah, <laughs> that's it. Okay. Anyway, so <laughs> back to uh, earlier in the movie. So, how um, fortunate is the Monster Club that they were able to bring Rudy on board? Uh, extremely. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Rudy is pretty cool. Rudy living in both worlds, being a badass, but also wanting to nerd out a little is great. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, I did something today that I've never done because of like, you know, in HD, it's always a little different. I actually paused when he shows yep. the photo to the girl. <laughs> have you, have you looked at it, Zach? Oh, no. Okay. So Brian has, it sounds like. No, no, I, uh, no, no, I, I didn't. I, I thought you were going to talk about something else, but go on. <laughs> so Frank takes the photo of the girl. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And when they get it, they get it, you know, published and they use it as blackmail. And when he holds up the photo, it's a photo of her fully dressed, like in front of some greenery. Like, it's just like a normal, (laughs) like nice photo outside. You would take of like, I have new clothes (gasps) for Easter or something. Well, and she's she's like shocked he's like i'm gonna i i two for one on prince i can put this all over school (laughs) she has reputation to maintain sir the picture that frank took would not have developed because i'm pretty sure didn't he open the back of the camera and expose all the film no 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 he just freaked out about it okay i thought he i thought he popped it open when he took the picture no the noise just freaked him out oh oh good scary (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> Master is coming. Love it. Love it. I love Give this freaking movie, man. Uh, what are the points of the creature from the Black Lagoon and the mummy? <laughs> the point of the creature from the Black Lagoon is to get Frank out of the water. It's true. And then the mummy but, is apparently to trick Eugene into writing a letter to the <laughs> army and having them show up like eight hours later. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, 
I, my, I did my, not uh, know Brian and my we could mobilize parents people. worked for the post office. There's no way that letters delivered that same day. <laughs> also, no. it just says, "Please come, there are monsters." <laughs> yeah, I think I think that would have got lost in the bureaucracy, and they would just never would have shown up. There might have been. Yeah, I don't know. I, I think it, I think they responded quickly because of the plane, the cargo plane guys probably. Oh, that's it in. true. Yeah. That, 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 uh, to, sorry to say, but that was the one thing that made me burst out laughing. I was love that. Scene, was that scene with the cargo plane? Because it cuts to the cargo plane, folks, and the guy, the main pilot's like, I'm depressed. And the other pilot's like, well, why? He's like, I'm flying a World War II bomber with wooden crates and dead bodies. I should have a party. <laughs> I just laughed my ass. <laughs> <laughs> I should have a party. <laughs> Yeah, those guys ruled. Yeah. Uh, the little the the dr- I've got notes on it later, but I like how sass like kind of sassy and petty Dracula is in this movie. You know, mm-hmm. like the little the floating above the thing, the way he's got his arms crossed, that's sassy. Uh the petty kicks in. My favorite Me, thing Sean. that he does when he just shows up to Sean's house. <laughs> and rolls up just to dynamite the club and walk off going meeting adjourned. Yeah, meeting yeah. Like, there, There's nobody in there. He knows there's nobody in there, but he's still going to mess up their treehouse. And I love that he like is so pissed at these kids that on the night when evil needs to take over, he spends the time to go dynamite their treehouse. Yeah, I don't think evil chose its pieces very well. <laughs> you bitch. Dude, how cool? Yeah, Yeah, go ahead. There's some really like super competent, like cool monster stuff here. Like, how cool is the walking shot of Dracula just plowing through like seven cops? That was great. That's amazing. (sighs) This movie blows. Yeah. I I, I like I like the ear like even though this is like early you know er, you know know, 80s stuff is like I like the eeriness of the wives walking down the street towards them you know and it's like okay setting it up we're getting started yes and Rudy's like having to like step up and like he he does nail the first shot and then he's like kind of overwhelmed with it like it's so cool when the monsters ascend like this movie has the right mix of everything like it's open to kids and like but has enough cool well-designed monster stuff and like sequences like that i it's not condescending yes that's the main point really like this is you know just because it's pretty it, it it's obvious obviously for kids it's not a condescending film Zach, like, oh Evidence of that is, you know, when Dracula picks up the kid and demands the amulet. Like, Give me the amulet, you, you bitch! bitch. <laughs> <laughs> like a four-year-old girl. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, bitch. <laughs> uh, Zach, any any points of focus you want to roll to? Like, I kind of been dominating. I think. Oh no, you're good, man. You picked the movie. I'm, yeah, I'm, I'm yeah, sitting yeah. back and enjoying right. the ride. So, I mean, um, I had my spiel. I like I like the uh, how nice and friendly the scary German guy turns out to be to them. Um, you know, they're they're constantly spying on him, and I think that triggers him to always look back. I think he's more looking back because he's curious why these kids are always staring at his house. And then when they get to know him, and they still call him Scary German Guy for the yeah. entire the rest of the movie. Scary German so Guy think, rules. Thanks, Scary German Guy. He's like, what? yeah, it's not it's not a bad nickname, you know. He's probably an official member of the Monster Squad. He won't be in it oh, long, but then, you know, whatever. And then I I also like how uh, that pie looked excellent. We'll call him Horace, and for this, my name. Call him Horace. Back kid until he's earned it. <laughs> yeah, but oh, I like how guy. he tells um, EJ played, and that's uh, you know. EJ, who uh, went on from this to be a dick <laughs> in the Wonder Years. Wonder Years, yeah. yeah. Yeah, but he um he points out to him, no, my name's not Fat Kid, my name is Horace, like, immediately. And then his friends just call him Fat Kid for the whole movie. Mm-hmm. <laughs> so like, Well, it's, there's times with your buddies where one thing flies, and with people that are dicks to you, it doesn't. Yeah. yeah. You know, like, being, you know, you can own a nickname with your friends. That other people, they just haven't earned it. Uh, but no, when 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 Horace, 
shotgun pumps the creature when they wouldn't let him in, and he does the my name is Horace. I mean that for husky kids known as me, you know that's a great scene to kind of get your moment. Yeah, my name is Arthur. (laughs) Uh, Brian, World of Darkness stuff. I'm guessing Frank uh, Dracula knows to go bomb the treehouse because Frankenstein was there, and they've got a little bit of a mental link. Is that how he knows about it? Uh, possibly. Uh, like, there's a lot of there's a lot of um, they just know stuff in this movie. Like, well, we never get a real explanation for it. Except, like, we never get we never get scenes. Let's just say that there's there's easy ways to know how things went down. You know, because Dracula has called the house. We never get that scene. My feeling on that would have been like when they're getting close to the house, Frankenstein gets the little he just goes master is near so i assume they're kind of linked in and i've heard that before where like dracula has a little bit of mental control on a frankenstein monster in other things i didn't know if that was a world of darkness vampire thing yeah but i think in this that frankenstein like dracula doesn't realize the link link as much as like or feel it as much as frank does because when they're walking in the house he doesn't He's not really prepped for them when they come in until he hears some step. And then, you know, his heavy step sets off the explosions. But I think that Dracula does. It's not nearly as strong as Dracula or Frank feels. Well, it, it, it may not be something that's um, passive. Might be more of an active thing. Yeah. Meaning that he like he's pretty much trusting. God, what a terrible henchman. Frankenstein turns out to be. But um. <laughs> he he's pretty much trusting Frankenstein to get the job done because he's obviously done work for him in the past, you know. Yep. Mm-hmm. And I I also think that apparently, uh, I think Dracula's been been lurking there a little longer. Like I I I mean I know it shows it in the movie that the uh, the plane's just flying overhead, but I think Dracula's been in and around because I think he's been searching for this jewel to track it to where it was. You know what I mean? I don't think he's like disagree. hanging out in Transylvania yeah. and he just all of a sudden gets a feeling that it's in whatever I think he town wakes America. up pretty much for it. I don't know. I, I think he's drawn to it at the right time. Yeah. Okay. I think he's wrong, sir. Because otherwise they would have never got that okay, book. So you drop, bing, bing, dance to the bing, drop. Well, and right, so anyway, that house. Like, what were we saying, Brian? The, they would have never got that book out of the house. I was going to say, maybe that house getting, like, the person dying or something, maybe it lifted a thing and all of a sudden it's exposed to yeah. Dracula being well, able yeah. to see where it's I mean, at. But okay, that makes sense. Is, like, if, 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 if Dracula had been there for a while, like <laughs> like a week, they would have never gotten the book out of the house. Yeah. Well, what, what I was saying on that is that he's he's been tracking the... Oh, yeah, definitely. And so he, he, found, he found where he thought the amulet was, so he that's why he called all his other little... Homeboys, you know. Chances the... are, chances are that, um, presuming that the monsters were not manifested out of nothingness, um, <laughs> he, he 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 um, probably like Arthur said, once the clock started ticking down, he the pull becomes very strong, and he's yeah. very aware. And that, well, and then all the other monsters could also be pulled to it as well. That's yeah. a good point. You know, and then and then they all bow to Godzilla. Yeah, <laughs> and and the mummy holds the cane. Table flip. <laughs> oh, yeah, but uh, yeah. Excellent, excellent movie altogether. Yeah. Uh, I, you I know enjoyed the, the pizza you know, scene. You know, you know, if, if you could have got the same effect in that time period by just using plain old McDonald's coffee. Garlic? No, just the burning. Yeah. Um, <laughs> I think that what? was a decade later. <laughs> no, I imagine it, it, it would have been just as, just as good. Just as hot. Just as hot. Yeah. Just as hot. Uh, yeah, it, I mean, it looked like a little miniature explosion whenever he touched it to the pizza to Dracula. When Horace touched the pizza to Dracula's face, pizza looked good too. 
It's a good look. Yeah, yeah Brian, I was going to ask you, what do you what do you think about the? Uh, the well, I mentioned the the, uh, the the apple pie looked great and the pizza looked okay. Um, it's almost up. Time then, for the last slice of pie. Then then we get the. We get some fast food on the rooftop for uh, well, which was it Groundhog Day twelve? I think it's is it eight <laughs> or is it? No, it is up there. It's it 12. is up there. It's double Groundhog Day twelve for sure. Um, so fun fact about that: <laughs> when I went to Punxsutawney for Groundhog Day last year, I was in one of the gift shops, and there was a girl wearing or a woman wearing a groundhog day 12 shirt <laughs> and i look That's at awesome. it and i'm like holy cow i was like i just look at it i go well done and she starts she just like she gives me like this nod she just starts like saying the uh the thing of like the you know cut off his head put it in a blender send it off to- <laughs> then send it off to norway yeah, she was she prepped with it. I'm like, that was actually in number eight. Yeah. <laughs> like, uh, seven, I think. Seven, whatever. Yeah, uh, seven. The, the, the plot but I, is... You know, it's like, I, I go, I was like, did he die in the other day? Or something like that. I kicked off the... But she had the spiel already. I would assume I was one of maybe two people that caught it. Maybe just the one. Uh, yeah. But I was so happy with that reference walking around town that day. <laughs> you have so, to, really. Little Monster Squad cosplay. So now you can cross the movie universes of Groundhog Day and Monster Squad. Because <laughs> they're real. Excellent. Excellent. It's real. Canon. <laughs> I love the idea of being able to get on your roof and watch the drive in. Yeah. What a cool house location he had. I know. We had a friend growing up that was able to do that in, in Weatherbury. Who? Who was able to do that? Um, it was Cass. Really? Mm-hmm. Oh. Where would the houses have been out there? Because it's highway. He lived out in the country. Like so outside of Weatherford City limits. Would he watch huh? binoculars? Yeah. No, they they moved out there. I helped him lay the sod. No, I'm just trying to picture place. like how to have like view at the screen from anything residential there. I was at the show S4 yesterday, by the way. <laughs> Why? Nice. Uh, Jeff's, I'm sorry. Why? <laughs> Jeff's birthday. Uh, watching uh, No Time to Die. So it was a private screening. It was pretty neat. What theater was it in? Uh, one of them. <laughs> the, the farthest to the back. Uh-huh. Oh, so it was in one of the converted ones. Yeah. The converted screens, yeah. Okay. And they have, like, they still have arcade games, and none of them were on. Oof. I wonder if it was off because of the party or something. Hatred. Yeah, I know. I was just like, yay, they still have. Oh, no. Can we get these on? You're not actually supposed to turn them off. <laughs> <laughs> You're now there's no high scores. Ralph's friends. <laughs> yeah. They're all dying right now. Um, all right, Monster Squad. Yeah. Uh, dialogue, I love it. It's got the kind of stuff where, like, kids are ruthless. They do say messed up stuff to each other, and it's yeah. in there. Uh, mm-hmm. Not a not a messed up thing to each other, but I love the dialogue when they're on the walkie-talkies. Oh, my God. Good luck, butt love. I know you are, but what am I? <laughs> I just oh. love the good luck, butt love. <laughs> so want I want to let people know who haven't seen the movie, the plot of the movie, in case we haven't really hammered it out. The plot of the movie, it, 40 minutes into the podcast, is. <laughs> I mean, you know, we're having good, you know, just, just letting them know. Yeah. You know. Uh, there's an amulet that is a item of concentrated good, and it is indestructible except for once every hundred years. And evil wants to destroy it in order to affect the balance of good and evil and uh they someone some germans obviously discovered a way to uh open up a hole into limbo using some words which is used in another film which we've been referencing uh to uh 
suck up the evil and send it away. Uh, and basically the kids are trying to get a hold of the amulet and do just that. And the evil is trying to destroy the amulet. And that is the movie in a nutshell. Just, just in case everyone wasn't aware. And they require, I believe, a female version virgin to version version what i'm what i'm wanting to ask you Mm -hmm. is the degree to which you may have or may not have been dorked (laughs) god i like it when they they come up to him in the the restaurant it's like hey rudy no any virgins (laughs) (laughs) it's the best Nice cut. It was a nice cut. It was. There's great editing. There's great dialogue. This is uh, what Shane Black wrote. Fred Decker directed. Um, yes, Shane Black wrote it. Yeah, I mean, Shane Black had a pretty good 80s. Um, yeah. Hit Predator, Monster Squad, not too bad. Nope. From the right. Didn't write Predator, I didn't think. I just uh, thought he was in it. You are incorrect. Am I right? No, he. Oh, you're right. You're right. You're right. Oh dear. He wrote Lethal Weapon. Dick. Came back to write. Oh my goodness. Predators later. Yeah. Here. That new one. Uh, Lethal Weapon. Blah blah blah. That's right. I get it wrong. I'm my bad. Okay. <laughs> I mean, Lethal Weapon. That's a pretty good. Yeah. Thing to throw in. So yeah, this... here's his his first. Uh, we'll call it three or four movies or five wow it's uh lethal weapon the monster squad lethal weapon 2 and the last boy scout those are some awesome movies yeah zach didn't mess this up a lot of times he'll read a credit where it's like lethal weapon 3 and it's like no he it's just he didn't write that oh look oh look it's lethal weapon meets terminator it's like that zach that's a fan film (laughs) well he did do the screenplay for last action hero so it might be in there oh man I've watched that recently. If it was like 30 minutes shorter, man, it's a great one. The, all the time in the real world is stretched way too long. Mm. <clears throat> you know, the guy that plays Frankenstein's in Last Action Hero. Really? Yeah, he plays uh, the Ripper. He's the, yeah. Oh, that's when you need Sadler back. <laughs> <laughs> you may be a king or just a street sweeper. Sooner or later, you dance with the Reaper. Uh, yeah, anyway, Shane Black, Fred Decker, great. Best of seven. Damn right! (laughs) (laughs) Brian, did you ever see the new Bill and Ted? No. Oh, okay. Uh, I won't won't spoil it for you then. Uh, It's it's fine. I I got the gist. Oh, no, Death Returns. Yeah, I know. He has the gist. I have the gist, Mm -hmm. sir. He's got the gist. Uh, Monster Squad. Yeah. Dialogue, montage is great. Not condescending. Dynamite. What else? Anything else to call out? Well, I mean, they did a, they did a fart joke, but there was no fart sound. Yeah. Which yeah, is really the key to... So it wasn't really... A, it was just, you know... It, it was basically, real. It was authentic. Yeah, and that one kid is probably the one who did it. He who smelt it. Yep. He was, no, probably... it was Pete. It was the dog. No. And I, I did like the joke they threw in the house. The dog even get up here. <laughs> He's a tiny dog. People carry him. And so, real quick, one fat kid moment that I love Call is the. Uh, can we? Maybe we should be. You know, like I don't think we should be doing this. Maybe we could be the math squad. <laughs> like you know, just do math. Or the nature squad. The nature squad. I. I just. <laughs> I'm really not a big this fan of the dying. The death thing is. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, they rise up. And like, what's the one thing we haven't talked about yet? You know, Wolfman. Yeah. What and about his anatomy. Him? And whether or not he has he has the nards. <laughs> uh, nards confirmed on Wolfman. Yeah, Wolfman's got nards. What a iconic nards. moment. Yeah. I. Real quick, Wolfman, when he gets blown up and it, his body pulls itself together, that was an interesting bit of supernatural yeah, rather than I him regrowing it. off a piece. Yeah. You know, like it's sucking back to him and him popping back together. That yeah. was pretty wild. Because it's, I mean, I would imagine that's when the curse 
It's like you're not done yet, right? Something the, of that nature, yeah. yeah. One of the things I actually enjoy about this movie is you don't get uh, like you get little shots of the transformations, you know, from the, especially the Wolfman becoming the Wolf, but you don't. Yeah, but you don't get the like painful overdone where you see the snout grow and then the, right. You know, I I really enjoy how it's just like kind of it'll cut like cleverly done cuts to this one side of the phone booth and he, you see a little bit and then it cuts to another side and this now this movie I, <clears throat> has like zero filler yes yes this, it is there's no fat going right. all the time well and i i read that there was it was one of the i was watching it on amazon prime and so they have the nice little facts or whatever said that the original movie was 13 minutes longer and the studio made him cut it Good. because they didn't think anybody would want to see a movie like this that was over 90 minutes. Yes. I mean, like it, it was, it was the perfect <clears throat> type of sprint. Yeah. Um, I mean, I, I, I'm curious about those 13 minutes, yeah. <laughs> but uh, we would have gotten the phone call. Hello, miss. My name is Alucard. I believe your son has a book of mine. Well, might, like... you, might you have acquired a book? <laughs> Alucard. I, perchance, would love to purchase this item. What was... I'm in... European and weird. <laughs> I don't mean to bring also... this up again, because I know it's a sore spot. But what was the name that Dracula used in uh, uh, Vampire in Retreat? Last, last, uh, is it like uh, Morlock? Huh? Marjulak? Okay. Marjulak. <laughs> Just wondering if. Hey, Arthur, Dracula was in this one. Ah, <laughs> uh, I did Al catch up on that. Dracula? <laughs> Alucard was Dracula. <laughs> <laughs> yep. You know, I also like uh, Brian mentioned Godzilla earlier, and then we're talking about the Alucard thing with the book. It it just reminds me of when the mom's like, is it, it got Godzilla confused with uh, Dracula or Van Helsing? Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay. Yeah. Hey, oh, I know what I wanted to call out, and I've never, I don't think I've ever specifically seen it this way. Oh, with Jim Barney in it. Damn it. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, sorry. When, when Dracula, when Van Helsing gets through Limbo to grab Dracula and help him move on to Limbo, with the big thumbs up, which is amazing, like fucking yes. I, I'm so glad I, that it wasn't some other hand I, gesture that like, right. <laughs> I like. I think it's really cool the look of them going into limbo where they have their hands at, e at each other's necks, basically. Uh -huh. And it has them locked into this eternal battle that we've seen across so many franchises. And it feels like you're putting like the toys back in the toy chest or something. I just mm -hmm. thought there was something super iconic with like that. This is the fight that they're always going to be stuck in. I, yeah. I, I just thought that was a really neat, it, it it's so borderline cheesy, but it just worked for me. I don't know if any of you. Yeah, no, no, no. I get it. I get what you're saying. And what I like about this movie, and you don't get it with a lot of uh, well, a lot of movies in general, is I like how there was the finite story that they were looking to tell, and they wrapped it at the end. There wasn't the opening for a bunch of sequels and all that. I really like that. This I is agree. the story. And hypothetically, they still could have had one though. You know, mm -hmm. you could have brought in the next squad, you know, the next set of monsters, yeah. you know, more modern stuff. Or you could add like aliens invading or, you know, whatever else. And they're just they're uh -huh. the ones that are set, which I'm glad they didn't do. I would have mm -hmm. I would t I would still take an adult monster squad movie, yeah. just like the just like the second part of it. Yeah. Mo monster squad. Oh, chapter oh, two. Hey. <laughs> Shane yeah. Black is still around. Maybe he'll write one for you. Well, yeah. Hopefully, hopefully Gower's doing okay. You know, he, like I said, I saw where he had a heart attack and stuff. So, um, well, there will be no Horace if they make a sequel. Yeah, I was about to say, didn't he pass? That's yeah, that's too bad. Sorry, bummer. And I'm sure Scary German guys passed away since this was made almost 40 no, years still ago. Still kicking. Once. Lol. Lol. <laughs> Lol. Zach, don't bring us down that low. Um, I, I, I love the, the. We don't get much of the the cop partner 
but Stan Shaw is great, mm-hmm. and I love the. We get a lot of. Shit. You're going 110 miles per hour. Shit, it's great. You're going 110 miles. Wait a minute. So we're driving out to this house because a werewolf called you. No, some guy called you and said he was a werewolf. Yeah, he he just he's just, he's having a good time. I'm a very good cop. I notice things like this. I like when he's interviewing the guy at the museum. He's like, "Did you take the mummy?" No. Dang. Uh, but i i also like how the big source of problem in sean's parents marriage is the fact that he works too much and puts his family on the back burner but they live in a town with the with the like a museum that's has enough money to have a mummy i think there's more than two detectives that work at that police station yeah i almost feel like they work in like sunnydale or something (laughs) <laughs> yeah, you know like they, they work on the hell mouth <laughs> <laughs> boy this beat sure is weird this week <laughs> uh yeah no, i think you're, i think you're about right uh on that yeah it's like but there's no buffy in town so it really sucks for the cops <laughs> yeah this is before this is yeah yeah she's not the one yet <laughs> yeah, yeah she hasn't been called yet What's my superpower? PMS? Um, the Buffy movie, we're going to get to it sooner than later, I think. I love it. Uh, uh, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Uh, anything else? Oh, I'm good, man. No, I, I yeah. want to hear what Brian's sweet treat yeah, Basically, is. just watch the movie, please. Uh, all right, Brian, sweet treats. Uh, right. What are sweet treats? New sweet season. treats are, you know, occasionally lines of dialogue that tell you a lot more about what's going on than they than they really let on in the movie. Sometimes it's an object of meaning and some, you know, just all kinds of things. It could be anything that really tells you a lot or could be an accident, which I think today's sweet treat may be. Mm-hmm. You see, the amulet a object of good is a gem a glowing gem and it is surrounded by two dragons intertwined and locking onto the gem and holding it in place basically it's you know like when you'd set a a a jewel or something into a piece of you know jewelry uh so i was like well that's kind of odd for I just looked at it and was like, well, if this is an object of pure good, and typically in certain cultures, the dragon is a bad symbol, but not in all cultures. So I went ahead and looked up the uh, Oriental dragon or the Eastern dragon. So I am saying that uh, because of Eastern dragons, here's what they are. This is, this is you know, oh, something I found. It was like easy. It's like, uh, they are found in folklore and mythology and religion all throughout East Asia. Uh, these dragons were said to be guardians. They were, su- they were supposed protectors of heaven. And these two elongated dragons, they weren't typical Western-style dragons. They were the Eastern-style dragons. Uh, so they were probably protecting as, like, it, it was a symbolism. So this was probably a like Asian artifact mm. rather than a Western artifact. So this thing had been traveling around for a while. That's pretty dope. And um, yeah, and that little gem was actually the concentrated good or whatever. And uh, in, in regards to that, I think um, to link this to Evil Dead 2, there are, you know, various, you know, various items of power like the Necronomicon and the amulet that we do not get a proper name of i actually looked up to see if there was like i was like you know what are there any mythological amulets of good let me just look this up you know because i looked up all those evil books and stuff sure well unfortunately like like the top 10 and i don't think i just kind of stopped after that we're all references to an item in dungeons and dragons so i don't think that's uh, i think we're all sol on that one but uh yeah i'm thinking that uh the linking of Evil Dead 2 and this particular universe is quite easy to do if you consider that you just need an object of power and you can pretty much open a gate. 
and they specifically they 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 don't I mean they don't know it's a gate to limbo they assume right <laughs> they're like oh where's it going we don't know let's just call it limbo they're all getting sent to medieval times to... yeah the realm of the damned or something you know like that you know yeah. shit like that so yeah I just thought it was neat to think that the object itself was uh, an eastern artifact that's pretty neat yeah. Zach, any thoughts on that or? No, I really liked it. I, I didn't, I didn't pick up what he was putting down whenever uh, I saw the movie. So I didn't think. I don't think they the were putting that, that down. Cool. They, no, yeah, you, exactly. You, I didn't, I didn't, I didn't pick up that. I just thought the amulet looked cool. Yeah. No, what I'm thinking, I don't know if the creators of the amulet and the prop, the prop department actually we're like you know we're gonna we're gonna just put dragons on it to make it look cool that, that may be what they were doing i don't know if they did like any kind of research or anything I, but there are you know the elongated dragon types because these weren't typical dragons when you look at yeah, it yeah that's what i'm saying I, I liked your explanation of it yeah oh. i thought i thought your sweet treat was going to be that van helsing's dutch <laughs> well you know <laughs> <laughs> all right so we here at the Lost Remote Podcast like to recommend recommend a movie recommend, to recommend, recommend uh, a, a movie to watch with our movie of the week. Uh, question of theme or what kind of element you're trying to bring to the evening or just something that pairs well like a wine with a fine meal. So Anybody want to go first? Or? Well, Arthur, you you suggested the movie. Why don't you kick us off with your pairing? Yeah. I am going to start off with my original question. It's going to be Goonies first and Monster Squad to bring it home with Spooky Time. Uh, to me, those are two very uh, integral parts of my childhood friendship with people that I watched movies like this with. Um, it might have even been on the same VHS tape. But... Yeah, Goonies and then some Monster Squad, and you get two movies of kids getting stuff done, done right. Mm. It's a better evening than yeah. Sundown and <laughs> anything that's a scary movie. <laughs> uh, oh. Brian? I, uh, I'm going with uh, The Gate. <laughs> and we'll start with... Uh, Monster Squad, and we'll end with the gate. The gate, the one with the stuff in the backyard and the little creatures. Yeah. Okay. I went to a five movie marathon, and I couldn't stay awake during the gate, mm. and I came back for something else. So <laughs> I still haven't really. I couldn't. I couldn't track it. I was ah. very in and out at like four in the morning. Yeah, that'll, that'll happen. Zachariah? Well, I am going to pair this with a uh, another Shane Black written movie and uh, watch it with The Last Boy Scout and start off with The Last Boy Scout and finish <laughs> with Monster Squad. Good time. <laughs> well, I was I was leaving Evil Dead 2 out. I, was like, I, I wasn't going to take Evil Dead 2. I, sh I shouldn't have suggested to Arthur because Goonies was going to be my pairing. <laughs> yeah, I, so when he said it, I was like, oh crap, i got to find another movie. <laughs> I mean, I was like, when Arthur, earlier on, when Arthur was like, you know, started talking about the Evil Dead connection, I was like, oh crap, I better pick a different movie. <laughs> <laughs> nah, it's, that's, well, that's kind of why you pair stuff up, is it feels like it's right, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah well, I, you know, but then I was like, my, I liked my, my secondary pick as well. Yeah, more appropriate too. Probably watch the gate sometime. I would think. Yeah. Uh, rankings here at the Lost Remote Podcast. If you're just joining us somehow, uh, we keep oh. a running tally of the movies we've seen and rank them. This is the second episode of season two. We brought back eleven movies from the first season to give us a bearing of where we're dropping these in. Um, right now, our consensus top movie. Unanimous consent is Ghostbusters. And our worst movie. It's not quite unanimous. Not unanimous is Sundown Vampire in Retreat. Uh, 
I'll go ahead and uh, my top three right now are Ghostbusters. Oh, that's next page. Mine is <laughs> Ghostbusters, Batman that's Returns, and Lost Boys. Uh, it is now Ghostbusters, Batman Returns, and Monster Squad. Woo! Shots fired. I. Yeah. Nah, that's good. I'm just happy this ranked higher for you than The Burbs. Well, it's a better movie than The Burbs. Yes, I do remember that Arthur was so excited when he found out that Monster Squad was getting a DVD release, like, what, 15 years ago? Oh, yeah. <laughs> no. Uh, Brian, you want to go next or you want me to go? I don't care. Uh, Brian, your bottom three are Sundown, Scary Movie, and Terror Train. Your top three, Ghostbusters, New Nightmare, Batman Returns. Anywhere there? Need to hear the middle? What's yeah, keep the... going. Poltergeist, Scrooged, Demonic Toys, Hellraiser. Okay. Just better than Demonic Toys. Damn right. I don't know. I, I, you know, it doesn't have Baby Wawa or whatever. Boy, it really, uh, Baby Oopsie Daisy really should. Baby Oopsie Daisy, yeah. It would have been real great if Baby Oopsie Daisy was in it. (laughs) Let me tell you. All right, Zach. Sequel, Freddy, Jason, Mike Myers, Baby Oopsie Daisy. That's what I'm saying. They could really ramp up their, they could have ramped up their exposure to monsters. Yeah. <laughs> could have thrown them basically in the Cabin in the Woods situation. I would have liked if they would have thrown the uh, the villain from Groundhog Day 12. This said they had to fight him in the yes. next sequel. That would have right. been Brian's theory come true of the <laughs> tyrannizing the. Mm-hmm. Uh, Zach. Your bottom three are scary movie, Double Dragon, Basket Case 2, from worst to third worst. Your top three, best to third, Ghostbusters, Lost Boys, Scrooge. So it's Ghostbusters, Lost Boys, and Scrooge. What's number four? New Nightmare. So I'm going to put this... I really enjoy this movie, but I'm just going to put it just above Double Dragon as number three. <laughs> Third worst movie? You say no, no, number three on my list. Okay, Ghostbusters. So you push Scrooge down. Okay. <laughs> yeah, I'm pushing Scrooge to number Jesus. four. <laughs> uh, well, you said you mentioned Double Dragon. Yeah. <laughs> it's like, I know. What are you doing? Hey, I'm surprised. I, I was just hoping Arthur's heart would drop when he's like, what? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Anyway, You'd only been embarrassing just... yourself, really. I, I was glad that Rudy got <laughs> I was glad that Rudy got time from Kids Incorporated to film this. So Oh, was he a Kids Incorporated guy? Yeah. <laughs> I remember, I watched a lot of Kids Incorporated, but I don't remember anything other than the K I D S. That's about all I remember. remember Rudy was a badass. Uh, Is like picking your picking your Monster Squad character. Is it like picking your favorite, like picking your Ninja Turtle, where you're like, "Ah, I think I'm like Raphael, and it's like, really, I'm Donatello, like, you know, or something like that. Uh, I'm not interested in picking any of them. (laughs) Well, I know no one wants to be Patrick because Patrick was the worthless one of them. Oh, the kid? With the sister, yeah. Wait, no. Wait, was Patrick the little brother of the of Paul? Yeah, Patrick was the little brother. Oh, wow. I just, you know, I didn't. There wasn't. The... Yeah, maybe that was in that 13 minutes. Yeah, the the little kid was <laughs> with Pete the dog. Yeah. I like Pete the dog. Oh, yeah, it was. Yeah, it was Eugene. Okay. Yeah, but but Patrick was uh, Sean's best friend, and he was the oh, okay. Oh, never mind, never mind. one that didn't do anything but make facial expressions and at his sister. I I thought she couldn't read German. It wasn't was a potion. Confusion was I thought that you were talking about Eugene and Patrick being related. Oh, oh. could be could be the case. We could don't be. know. We don't know. <laughs> That's that thirteen minutes lost. <laughs> yeah, that could that could have been a. Uh... Could I have mean, been their dad. That came I always there. thought it was weird that he was in the club. I think he's just so like dumb. the third neighbor. Yeah, like he's like that. That's that's what I thought. It's like this is just the neighborhood kids. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And yeah. Rudy. Yeah. Who I'm in the damn club, Anna. <laughs> yeah. 
Rudy, where are you going? I'm in the goddamn club, aren't I? Yeah, yeah. Crazy. Rudy's just oh. amazing. They would have all died if Rudy wasn't there. Yeah. I don't know. They got scary German guy. Scary German guy didn't melt down his silver. I, I also want to point out the one problem I have is what power did Dracula <laughs> use on scary German guy to take him down? Well, I don't think. Well, <laughs> shot I mean, a light beam at his chest. Yeah. Pacemaker. <laughs> he is not well defined. We'll just say that. <laughs> but that that that's just a nitpicking fall in an otherwise yeah. awesome scene because it's right after he marched through all the cops. And by the way, the other thing is the cops in this movie are stupid because they shoot Wolfman and the, the bullet doesn't take him down. So let's go fist fight him. Yeah, this this oh. is a uh, heavy, heavily <laughs> like everyone is shackled by plot. This is Keystone <laughs> when it comes to the cops. Yeah. Oh, oh uh, did anyone else just love seeing the like TriStar Pictures logo at the beginning? I yes. miss that. Yes. I agree. <laughs> For those who don't know, probably anyone younger, but now uh, you're watching, but uh, or listening, there's a an old TriStar Films logo that was a Pegasus, and it was cool. Your new movie was about to start. Damn right. Damn right. <laughs> Best of seven. <laughs> Damn right. Um. Yeah. So, uh, what do we got launching this week? We got new Halloween in the theater this week. We'll have already come out. I don't know, last week. So that's going to be a good good thing. Um, I did watch all of Squid Game. That is fantastic stuff. Um, and I started watching the Fear Street on Netflix. Mm. Kind of cool. Uh, what are you guys checking anything out right now? Nothing new. Yeah. No, nothing new. I, I'm glad you're jumping into Fear Street. Yeah. It's a pretty neat rollout so far. I'm on the second one. I'm like 15 minutes in and I ran out of gas. Um, put, 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 put. We should do it. You shouldn't watch it in your car. Uh, you know, it's my That's life. dangerous. And it's now or never. Because I ain't going to live, folks. Yeah. All right. I'll take I'll take your recommendation. I'll watch it at home. <laughs> <laughs> You've won me over, Zach. Damn. Yeah. No, I I will uh, probably start viewing a Squid Game soon. I just have pushed it off. I've been uh, watching uh, older stuff. There's sometimes, yeah. and and of course, watch subbed, not dubbed. Uh, there, no, no, no. Times... Yeah, no. I I hate uh, there. Dub movies are terrible. It takes me out of it when yeah. you know. I'd rather I'd rather subtitle it. So, but there's, <laughs> there's times where something's hyped by people or everyone's seen it, and it becomes one of those like, should I even bother? <clears throat> this is this is one to me that is legit. Yeah, I so. love in like the Godzilla movies when there's an American in it, <laughs> and these like. It goes from they're all speaking Japanese, <clears throat> and it doesn't matter if you're watching the dubbed or not dubbed version. And then it goes to the American; he's just, he just speaks English. Sometimes it's not very good English because he's probably not really an American. <laughs> um, but yeah, those is I just that just that just popped in my head when you guys were talking about subbed versus dubbed. It's amazing. I just love it. I love those moments. No, it's mine. Yep. Yeah. So, Brian, I do have a question for you. Yeah, what's up? What are we watching next week? <laughs> All right, I'm giving you guys a choice. Mm. You know, spooky Halloween flick one or two. We're doing Sweet that bullet. dragon pick like Arthur gave us. Which one did you pick, Arthur? Two. Zach, do you concur? Yeah, let's go two. All right, uh, you guys have chosen. Uh, we're going to be watching Evil Dead 2. <clears throat> Let's go. What was the other pick? Uh, the Terrifier. I'm happy I'm with their choice. Evil Dead 2. So, yeah. Evil, Evil Dead. Dead 2, is there a place that's easily to watch, easy to watch it right now? Yeah, I, I mean, believe, uh, is it on HBO? 
Yeah, that's where it is on HBO yeah. Max. Yeah, well, I've already, I, I recently, like last week after our recording, watched Evil Dead 2 and Army of Darkness. So. No Evil Dead 1? Was it? Well, I mean, I don't need to. Hell, no, I watched Evil Dead 2. It's the same. Yeah. Thing. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> it's a better version of Evil Dead 1. <laughs> <laughs> Awesome. Uh, we are very close to Halloween. I'm getting excited. Yeah. So, gentlemen, thank you again. Monster Squad is a timeless classic. Yeah. Glad we get to watch it. I just, I didn't want to force Terrifier on you. That's why I gave you guys the hidden choice. I like it. Yeah. I think we chose wisely. That's mm-hmm. the cup of a carpenter. <laughs> <laughs> and it's a pen pass. And it's a man with pass. Uh, all right. Uh, Brian, okay. Take yeah. us home. Well, folks, there's been an issue in this movie we haven't talked about, and it's about being honest. You know, you can, you can, you, when, when you feel like people are telling you a story and you think it's just a bunch of kids being like oh there's monsters blah 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 sure sure you can you can tell them you're a virgin no big deal right but i think as soon as a mummy <laughs> tries to uh come at you and your friends while you're driving away you know maybe you should come clean at that point rather than waste everyone's time <laughs> and read German, or not read it, just repeat German as it's dictated to you, uh, knowing that you will fail. And I do not buy for a moment that she really believed that some kid didn't count. <laughs> so folks, as soon as you realize it's really important that you're actually a virgin, and you're not, you should really come clean.